Welcome to another episode of Drinking and Thinking. Today we're enjoying milk and honeys, NA cider, and then talking about what the word love really means. So grab something cool, stick around, and let's go. <laughs> That'll be the new theme Do we need song. An opener? <laughs> no, he was good. <laughs> Milk and honey, this is actually made in Minnesota. Cool. Where Minnesota. we are from, for anybody Where listening or watching. Where is the brewery at? Land of the Minnesota. Lost. What town? <laughs> Minnesota. Okay. St. Joseph. Okay, oh. St. Joseph. Produced and packaged by Milk and Honey Ciders in St. Joseph. They cool. have a few different ciders. This is their N.A. Palm de V. Palm de V. Is that how you would I say would, it? Yeah, Palm de V. Cheers. 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 Did you already? You just did, didn't you? I did. That's fine. I tasted Ooh, that was really um, good okay. audio, by the way, for the podcast. <laughs> it's just all the chugging. Of the... Mm. It's very cold. Must uh, have been in frozen. That's what it's supposed it's to be, right? Very... <laughs> Do you like warm cider? It's, I no, mean, it's I suppose that's the thing. Uh, Do you like lukewarm I cider? I like most things closer to room temperature. Not room temperature. Really? Not warm, but oh, yeah. Uh, flavor comes out. Interesting. Cold hides, blocks the flavor, I think. I would disagree, but as a Coors mm. Light fan, I... <laughs> we all know that you are the yeah um okay so welcome back welcome back milk and honey ciders uh if you're if it's your first time listening every single week we enjoy a different cocktail or this year we've kind of branched out into just different beverages mm-hmm. and then rate them on our fantastic cocktail leaderboard so so I was as you're expecting, pulling, expecting a milk and honey taste. Oh, that's I think that's just, just the brand the name. Brand yeah, that's name. just the Got brand it. name. So in your what research is, uh, of this, um, Palm de V cider. Do you want to know what my research was? <laughs> you just went to the store. <laughs> my research was NA ciders near me. Nice on Google, and <laughs> nice. this showed up. So, <laughs> so I guess hopefully I'll answer this. Does milk and honey oh. make a lot more than... They make several different kinds of ciders. Okay, yep. and, and and alcohol, I assume, or just... Uh, I think this is their only non-alcoholic. Okay, gotcha. De-alcoholized yeah, I saw cider. Oh, hey, on the back, Palm de V, French for apple of life. Hmm. All right, then. So this is an elixir. It is an elixir. <laughs> I doubt Probably it. sell it as such. <clears throat> uh, all right, well, so we have the leaderboard up. We have the leaderboard. We've been rating the drinks. All season long, zero to ten, five is run of the mill average. So I'm gonna write this down and try and spell it. I'm gonna do M and H. Okay, M&H. I'm gonna I'm gonna run this through the computer and get all the taste buds <laughs> going. And, yeah. We got AI technology over here in Kevin. All right. So <laughs> what do you think? That is a five point three. 5.3. So slightly above average. Slightly above average. Okay. Not much. Interesting. I, okay. I kind of like the appleness to it. The crispness? Okay. It's a cider. Got it. All right. Nailed it. Um, <clears throat> so I like the crispness of this. I am not normally a huge fan of ciders in general. Um, I, I've certainly had some that I really, really like. I've had a bunch that I don't really like. Um, for an NA beverage, I'm actually surprised on how good this tastes because mm-hmm. it still has like there's a very distinct quality that comes from a, an alcoholic cider 
that separates it from um, like juice, essentially, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, this cider is very. It's still playing the line in the middle, but. Uh, between like being very clearly an NA beverage, but still has some of the attributes of a true cider to me. And so if you're looking for an alternative for alcoholic cider, this is certainly a good one. Um, I would give this a 7.12. Wow, that's that's pretty high. I was not expecting that. Okay. You could talk me down, but I think it's 7.12. <laughs> I like it a lot. Wow. You really so like it. I, yeah, no, no. I really like to me is an eight and above. Okay. Okay. This is like, I enjoy this. I would definitely have another one. It's, if it was around. Yeah. 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 Would you purposefully go out and get this? You're not a cider guy. I'm not you just a cider said. guy, though. So, but if, if this was presented to me yep. and I had, you know, a few different ciders, I actually might steer towards this one being an NA cider. Mm. As opposed to just a straight cider, because this is really good. Um, yeah, overall good flavor. Yeah, I enjoy it. Okay, definitely taste the apple. I yeah, for sure am going to give this a six. Wow, reasonable. It's, it's better than average, but I think my biggest my biggest reason I didn't score this higher is I don't know if either of you guys noticed when it first hits your tongue, it's like this bright crisp burst mm-hmm. but it dies so quickly i would agree do you know like i would agree it almost become not stale's not the word no but, it, but it just dissipates so quickly that you don't have the same staying power of that flavor even like as i swallow it it's like the flavor is dissipating and by the end it's just plain and by the There's end yeah it's just kind of plain liquid yep mm-hmm. great point so i'm going with six i um though if i'm just on the cider scale if we had that I'd give this an 8 out of 10 for ciders. So if that helps anybody who's listening who enjoys ciders, mm-hmm. I think it's up there. 6.14. Nice. So it's higher than the Irish Buck. Wow. But lower than Athletics Hazy that... Didn't you just say you went out and bought some? I bought two cases. <laughs> of N.A. beer. You liked it that much. I did, yeah. I have yet to try their lager. I had another uh, Hazy. Um, but, but I have their lager that I still haven't gotten to yet. But Yeah. It's very good. Okay, so here we go. Milk and Ooh, honey. Starting to fill this puppy up. Palm de V. I just realized I don't think we're gonna anywhere close to thirty. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what we're gonna do. Before the next episode, I'll rearrange no, this no, so they're a little. Don't. <laughs> no, no, just leave it there. I like it unorganized or like maybe this. Maybe just make thinner slices of paper. Wow. No. No, yeah, you, you gotta be able to read, read it. You don't read them. Yeah. I don't know if anybody who's watching the show versus just listening to the podcast can read it anyway. You know, we have the I technology to do this digitally, but this is so much more fun. <laughs> I like just writing it down. Yeah. You know why? Because that's what Top Gear did. That's true. Remember, they yeah, would yeah. have that little Top like Gear. magnet board. Listen, and they just anybody slap who it on. Uh, who's listening to this podcast, if you have yet to dive into the British version of Top Gear. Not the current running one. Terrible. The, the the older ones. It's got James May, uh, Richard Hammond, and Jeremy Clarkson. Jeremy Clarkson. Thank the you. Star. The star. Yeah, the star too. I totally <laughs> forgot his name. Absolutely worth the next. I don't know. Four hundred hours of your life because they have a lot of episodes. <laughs> it's like twenty five seasons <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah, and they're Just all like hour long. Plus. Stream them all. Yeah, it's incredible. Great. All right. What do you think? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I think you would really like. Which, what is, what is the top? What is, what is it about? It's a car show. Car show. Well, it's a, car. it's a 
it's a buffoonery disguised as a car show. That like there's That's just accurate. a lot of fun that happens, and then they on occasion talk seriously about cars. They do know their stuff, oh, but they it's definitely mostly do. just yeah. joking around. The specials are by far my favorite. The best. The best. So, uh, okay, so um, just in case you're new to the show or listening for the first time, which I guess would not be an or. If you're new to the show, this would be the first time listening. So if you're new or returning is what I meant to say. Uh, my name's Shaheen. My name's Kevin. Chris. That's going to be the running joke. I know, but it's only funny. It's only funny for the YouTube audience. Yeah, or for the people who actually heard the initial installment of yeah. Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> Because everything after that is like, what is this guy doing? I should have. I, I mean, we already edited that episode. Uh, it's we'll already it out. But we should have done like the, you know, the NBC rainbow yep. star. The more you know. Just <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> that would have been great. So oh, man. Uh, every week we put an episode out where we just hang out, talk about life stuff, current events, questions, but from a Christian perspective. So mm-hmm. we're all we're all Christians. And um on the previous episode that we just mm-hmm. did, we talked about kind of the Christian community and the LGBT community and how maybe there's some area for us to find common ground and all that sort of stuff. And I think you posed the question at the very end, hey, we should talk about what does the word love mean? Because you said all Christians are called to love people. Right. And that word has a million meanings today. And half of them, I don't think I love at all. Hmm. You know, okay. love uh, with a definition I heard many, many years ago is to accurately estimate and adequately supply a person's need is is love. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that we have an issue or a trouble in our culture today accurately estimating. So I, I know because we've talked about this um, a lot off the air. When you hear people say love today what you hear is nice what you hear is uh maybe empathy what do you like when you say there's all these definitions and they're wrong like what does that mean what what i think it means the most and this is why love can have so many different meanings or why it can be so damaging actually i think today love is how i feel inside hmm. causes an action that actually may not be lovable at all you know what's interesting you're saying this so uh, uh probably 15 almost 20 years ago a long time ago now um i was in a household that had a foreign exchange student from sweden and him and i initially like a lot of funny just language barriers arise right like he knows english but like there's so many different nuances in the language or how you say words that he's just like unfamiliar with right one of the first ones that we uh, ran into him and i developed a good relationship pretty early on we had a lot of fun but i uh i remember telling him oh i love football and he's like wait what and I told him, I, was like, I love football. It's great. Like I know you call it soccer, but like it's football, and that's what we're going to call it now that you're here. <laughs> and it, it's great. Love it. He's like, no, no, no. What did you do? You love it? <laughs> and he this couldn't understand barrier, it. Because love to him in that language reserved for a very, very finite uh, part of the language. Love is very much uh, between uh, um, a man and his his wife or whatever it may be. Very, very intimate relationship. Parent, child. Correct. Mm-hmm. Very intimate. 
you can't love something. Uh, you can't mm-hmm. love a sport. You can't love something in like just the way the we Greek throw it around. Word, eros. Yes. Yep. And, and that's where his like he just didn't understand that because I use that even now quite a bit in, in that way. And uh, I, th- I think it's interesting because you we've kind of deteriorated the true meaning and true definition, if you will, mm-hmm. of the word love because now we just throw it around for everything. Yeah. And to your point, it's how we feel. Yeah, and I guess I even, to answer your question, when I hear people say, uh, show that person love, or, or we're supposed to love people, mm-hmm. I guess I'm not talking about that definition. It's I'm talking about what that actual action is. We're supposed to take action to people, love people. Mm-hmm. And I think far too often that is synonymous with uh, accept what they're doing or help them in what they're doing, encourage them in what they're doing. And I think it really leads a lot towards uh, really enabling, more enabling behavior. Well, well, I love my, my drug addict son who's in jail and can't make his life right. I love him, so I'm going to bail him out of jail and give him money so he can continue living that lifestyle. Now, that's not what we follow through with, but right. so oftentimes... I am motivated by, I love my son who is an addict and can't get his life straight. Okay, I get that. You love him. But that definition comes out in action of, I'm going to help him. And what I'm suggesting is, love doesn't always mean accept. Love doesn't mean help. Love doesn't mean give. Sure. It, it doesn't. And, and I think in our culture, that's where we run into the most problem. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so, so I don't have a pet. And people say, because you don't have a pet, well, you don't love dogs. You know, of course, not in that definition of love, but hey, I'm not against dogs. Not like I hate dogs, but loving them doesn't mean I have to have one, right? Right. Or accept them. Mm -hmm. And and so oftentimes, like last time, loving, you you said, Christians are to love everybody. Mm -hmm. We are, but what does that look like? What does love look like to a terrorist? How do you love a terrorist? Mm -hmm. I love a terrorist terribly. I want them to know God. I want them to change their lifestyle. I want, but loving a terrorist isn't saying, "Well, here, let me." I know where there's another building you can blow up. See, that's not love. I I think. I mean, that's that's, extreme. That's so extreme. I think that's hard for us to even put handles on. So, because this whole episode kind of came out of the conversation about Mm -hmm. LGBTQ last time. Mm-hmm. Let's just kind of stick with that because it's it's real current. Yeah. And I think that's uh uh I I know because I've had some conversations with people who, hey, you know what? Um my my son came out as trans and I'm trying to talk to him, but every time I try and tell him something different, this is a real story. Mm-hmm. Every time I try and tell him, hey, you know what, have you thought about this? I don't agree with mm-hmm. it. This person I was talking to is a Christian. The son always fires back, you don't love me. And so, like, how, what, what does it mean then? If it's, does the other person have to receive that? Receive? Is there any no. part of that that's in there? No. I, I think that's up to them to believe or to receive love. But, but, if, if, but if anybody's single-minded, if you love me, I, I, I told you this story a long time ago. I was with a woman visiting her daughter that was in jail for drugs in jail. Anyway, I went to visit the daughter and didn't know the mom showed up. 
And I'm there in the middle of this, the mom saying, hey, I love you so much. I, I care about you. And uh, the daughter said, so you're going to bail me out? And she said, no, I'm not going to bail you out. And the daughter said, and I'm caught in the middle of this, just watching this, the daughter starts screaming, you're the meanest mother. Is that true? Not necessarily. Not because no. of that action. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't love me. Is that true? I don't know. She said, the fact that you're not bailing me out. See, she wasn't receiving my mother loves me because you weren't doing, giving, or acting the way I want you to. See, that's just as controlling. So yeah. I'm not sure the receiver is the one who defines love. Hmm. Do you understand? I In her perspective, I the think daughter... I do. The daughter didn't believe the mother loved her because the mother wasn't going to do what she wanted. But I would say devil's advocate then. Um, maybe that situation, or I'm just going to keep taking it back to the LGBTQ thing for a while. Um, the person on the opposite side, I think mm-hmm. for us, you know, we don't we don't agree with that sort of lifestyle. And so mm-hmm. what does it mean to love that person? Well, what if the person on the other side... All you constantly hear is, that's not right, that's not right, you're not, you know, whatever mm-hmm. sort of thing. Like, right. doesn't there have to be some sort of the action experience of it? Otherwise, I mean, what's what's to say that the person, quote unquote, giving love isn't just being manipulative and well, off then let's, and... I don't, I don't know if I have a definitive answer, but let's just describe, you asked earlier, and, you know, so what... What is love then? Mm-hmm. So talking about the uh, you know the gay community, I would say you know, well, Kevin, do you love the? You know what I do? I love every individual. I mean, I can honestly say I do. I love them. Well, what does that mean when you say you love them? I feel it's this way. I respect you. You have just as much value as I do. I don't think I'm better than you. I think we are equals. I think we are equals in the sight of God. I think we equally can choose our past or whatever. I do bad things just like you do. To me, I love you is I don't condemn you, and you have equal value as I do, is love. Now, how do I show that? I would be friends. uh, We can have conversation. But if I don't go participate in, in some of your activities I disagree with, you might view that that I don't love you. No, mm. I do love you. Yeah, that's a great but example. I'm of a not going to participate. Parent or a friend. Yeah. Hey, I'm getting married. Yeah. You know what? Can, can you? Is it loving to go or not go to that wedding? I've been asked this several times, and I feel very strongly about this. If because uh, I, I have a couple of nieces that are gay and are married, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to another woman. I I love them as much as any of my other nieces and nephews. I, I mean, as much. But I don't participate in their bed. I don't go smoke pot with some of my other nieces and nephews. doesn't mean I don't love them. But I'm not going to go and share in an activity that I think is absolutely wrong. I'm not going to go be a witness. I'm not going to go celebrate. To, to me, it's this. I'm not going to go celebrate your grand day of marrying somebody of the same sex. And And people have said this to me then you don't love them. Mm-hmm. No, if if I need to go to that to prove to you I love you, there's something missing beyond this. If if uh, if I need 
If you think I need to go there and celebrate what I would view as sinful behavior, if I don't go celebrate with that, you're going to take that that I don't love you? There's a whole bunch of other things in life you're missing because I care about you. I ask questions about your life. I'm, I'm genuinely interested in you and your success and your so life. So what about... I just love playing devil's advocate this episode. <clears throat> Do you want to take... No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so I was going to say... So that's one example of something that mm-hmm. we would call sin. Yeah. But what about a uh, a wedding of somebody marrying um, somebody who's addicted to drugs? Or what about a birthday party and you know the parents are, you know, whatever, being poor financial spending or whatever? Like, mm-hmm. Do you like is that across the like if I don't agree because what I line. just heard you say yeah. is if I think what you're doing is wrong then I'm not going to go. So like is that yeah applied and, across the and, board? Uh, and this might seem hypocritical from my perspective, but I I do think that there's this blatant in your face wrong or this you know I kind of have I struggle with my finances. This isn't a struggle, this is a decision to absolutely go against what God says. And this is a very sinful behavior. Like, like I said, it, you know, if, it, would you go to a niece's or nephew's drug party just to hang with them? No. Can I hang with you afterwards? You know what? I don't want to, I don't want to celebrate your destroying your life, you know, or, and, and what it, we're all destroying our lives. We're not trying right. to make that like, well, no, you know, everybody sins, everybody. I get that. Do you feel but like I you're on the hot seat right now? No, no, no. I have so I, many I more think, questions. I no, question I think too. this is important to discuss. And not that like I have the answers, yep. but at least these are the way I think about it. And I think these are some things we I, should I think, think it's about. stuff we all have to think about. I yeah. no, totally agree. And I, I want to start with that, that because I have a couple questions too. And I, I I don't want you, Kevin, I know you can handle it, but you know, from people listening too, uh, I don't want you to feel like you're on the <laughs> defense <laughs> from this. I'm uh, honestly asking because I think your perspective is slightly different than mine, but I really want to mm-hmm. better understand it. Yeah. Um, so how would you view, how, how do you think Jesus would respond to an invite to any of these situations that you're talking oh, about that was today? basically my question. Yeah. If, uh, would Jesus By the way, go... I'm not putting you on the pedestal of Jesus say whatever he does. <laughs> 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 I just want to be clear. I'm trying to decide good. who I'm going to follow here. That's <laughs> Jesus or Kevin? Kevin or Jesus. <laughs> Oh, we should yeah. get a t-shirt uh, with one, that one answer would be say one answer I would say mm-hmm. well maybe Jesus could go cuz he could he could handle it but you know I don't know but I would give you my my best bet just from yeah. what I know about how Jesus acts to uh, all of us and how uh Jesus Jesus went to the house of, of sinners he mm-hmm. had dinner with sinners and stuff but they weren't celebrating their sin at the time they weren't is okay man i don't know if i they weren't, i don't know if i agree with that i would disagree so, so really you you don't you think like he went to the tax collector's yep. house and stuff i don't think jesus would sat there while he was ripping people off and enjoying it i know that he was loving the person he, he wasn't allow he wasn't participating in the he sin he ate with drunkards and gluttons or he was even accused of being such yeah. aren't both of those sins, uh, I think yes. they are. I mean, I, I yeah. Say, okay, so those two are sins. And when he went to their house, I assume the drunkards and gluttons were being drunkards and gluttons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds like celebrating and engaging. 
And I would, yeah. I've also thought about this too because it is easy for us, and I think I know all of our answers to only hang out with Christians, to only be surrounded by Christians at all time. Mm-hmm. For those of us who are mature in our Christianity, I think we are called to be elsewhere, though. We shouldn't. Part of the time, for sure. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I feel like we should be amongst uh, sinners and, and actively trying to. Go ahead. I do. If a gay couple was having a housewarming party, mm-hmm. yeah. I would go. Be a pretty cool and clean house. How do you know? <laughs> Just imagine. Like a button says stereotype. <laughs> so I I would a wedding is such a different thing that a wedding is actually you are there to be a witness of the act of sin. Not yes. sinners living, but the actual act of sin to participate to uh, celebrate the very act is where I fall into the problem. But going to their house, being friends, having a relationship with people that are different than me, I, I would have no problem with that. Like I said, difference. I wouldn't go to a wedding of a niece who's getting married, but I would go to a housewarming party of a niece who is married to a, a woman. Would you go to a birthday party for a very clear alcoholic where you know exactly how they're going to be celebrated. Or a New Year's party. Sure, whatever we'll party. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Birthday. Why does that change it? I don't know. In my head, birthday party is like, well, you're there for gifts and hanging out. Like, New Year's is uh, okay. people celebrate sure. New Year's. Just, it's like an excuse to get drunk. Whatever holiday. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Tax day. Uh, <laughs> if, if the party was to embrace and celebrate our alcoholism no if it was to celebrate new year's coming okay, in but yes. nobody's going to put on their invite card that you're going to receive the rest of us get a text nobody's <laughs> going to put on there text. <laughs> nobody's going to put on there hey thanks uh you know looking forward to you coming to my new year's eve party we're going to get wasted it's going to be an awesome time yeah. looking forward to it like it's almost an implied sin that you're going to yeah. be participating you know in, I, in some I, way. Uh, I, I know there's a lot of different scenarios, but I think yes. the difference, and I'll just stick to they're this. They're not going to be having milk and honey NA ciders. No. We well. know that. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's, it's is, got a 7. <laughs> six, eight. 6 Uh <laughs> I really think the difference is the purpose of a wedding. I would go to yeah. anything else, but hmm. we can't get away from the purpose of a wedding ceremony mm-hmm. is to join these two together as one. And, and and it's just so against what God says. We all do things that are against God says. Right. And I'm not the police going out there. I'm not going to yeah. participate. That's not the case here. These are I, personal conviction sort of questions, and, I think. And, yeah, and, and I think to, to me is just that a actual wedding is too much celebrating the sin. A, a New Year's party where everybody gets drunk is to celebrate New Year's. It's it's not to celebrate we're all drunks. Join with us and be happy for us. What about uh, you know, uh I'm just gonna keep asking yeah. lots of great. What about a baby shower? Number one, you'd never go to a baby shower, but Thank say you. hypothetically for different reasons. <laughs> for, for diff- there's two reasons okay. why. <laughs> I was wondering that was in my head. <laughs> that was okay. in my head. Um Hypothetically, you went to a baby shower Mm -hmm. for a lady who had a child out of wedlock. Mm -hmm. Would you go to that baby shower? I mean, that's clearly, to me, 
That's celebrating a sin. No, no, that's celebrating a life that is a a, a a cause of the sin. It's not the child's fault. Now, would I be there when that baby was conceived and celebrate? No. <laughs> Whoa. No. I mean, but, <laughs> but that's that's the difference. <laughs> it's it's really honestly rah, the difference. Rah, here we go. You can do this. <laughs> Okay, episode. so when it comes to defining love, you would say uh, the receiver, regardless of what they think, it can still be love. But oh, in the case yeah. of a wedding, what if it was, because I've, I've thought about this, people have asked me this, I don't know what my answer is yet, mm -hmm. I'll be honest. If one of my daughters mm -hmm. becomes a lesbian and invites me to their wedding, Mm -hmm. And I've had lots of conversations about it, and we've talked, and and she gets to the point where she tells me, if you don't come, I am reading that as you don't love me, and I don't want a relationship with you anymore. Would okay. that change anything? No, I, I think that you shouldn't succumb to such manipulation and misunderstanding. I think you should have an opportunity to say, hey, honey, that is not true. You know I love you by the past, and you... You know what? That is that is just you trying to now manipulate me. Mm -hmm. You trying to force me, and I'm not going to be forced to manipulated by threats. There, that nobody should. That that would be wrong. Now that would appeal to the soft side of this love topic, mm -hmm. where now you would feel obligated to do something that I think is just as bad. You know to, that. But now, as a Christian, mm -hmm. shouldn't I be willing to take? the lower side a little bit again on everything else but celebrating your sin hey i don't honey, have, i don't think i would have to say i'm celebrating this that's what the purpose is why would you come um i love my daughter i don't know i like i said i don't have the answer see i don't know i, I think yeah, it's no, I, I just don't i don't I think it's i'm so not I've sure had, i see i've it had many parents tell me you know the whole thing they kind of know my stand a little bit and uh, Kevin, I went to my son's wedding and he married Greg, you know, and I did. I said, well, why, why did you go? Yep. And, and it's all, the answer is all the same. Well, I really wanted to support him. He's my son. You wanted to support his activity in homosexual behavior. Think about what you're saying. No, I want to support my son. You can't support okay. your son all where, the other time. Where I think there's Why does it have to be on or off? Yeah. Yep, I agree with that. But I think where there's disagreement in if the decision to go or not go was ex just extremely black and white, how I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, mm -hmm. how I feel like you might be perceiving that, mm -hmm. I could see that as, you know, pushback against your opinion on this. I could also see where you're coming from. If your daughter came out as a lesbian and asked you the same situation, you're not going to go there to celebrate the sin in your, your butt. You might be there to support your daughter and to support the long-lasting relationship what? you're looking at. Supporter? Here. What do you mean, supporter? This this is only about me marrying somebody else. You want to support me in me marrying somebody else? You don't want to support. He supports his daughter constantly. If you're if she gets a job, moves in a house, you're supporting her all the time. Sure. But never in any other situation are are you saying, "Come and support me in my decision to absolutely blatantly sin against God." In this behavior, it, there's no other purpose for the wedding. See, we're, we're just picking on weddings yeah. here. Let's talk about anything else. Of course, I would go to anything else. I know, but what if it was to let me ask you this: show, yeah, 
you, no matter what you do, and no matter how much I disagree with it, mm-hmm. I want you to know you can always count on me. I'm going to be there. So if I tell my wife, if you don't help me rob this bank, you don't love me. How ridiculous is that? No, the manipulation. Honey, I'm going to rob totally, a bank. Here's yeah. what I'm really going to do. Yeah. But honey, if you don't go with me, I need a driver. If you don't participate in this, means you don't love me. I, I would agree 100% with the manipulation Come factor. On. I think you're 100% right on that. But I think where Shaheen's going is that's a little bit, um, it's a little bit less black and white to most people, that type of decision that they would make to either go to a wedding or whatever mm-hmm. sinful. We just, we have to Let me turn get a on better you guys. Sin, sinful. We should think I a have a different topic situation for you guys. Okay. <clears throat> Suppose you were a minister mm-hmm. and your lesbian or, or gay son asked you to perform the wedding, what would you say? Yes. I, I am going I, to stand here in could. front of God. Okay, so what are the reasons? I think to officiate a wedding, mm-hmm. if I was going to do something like that, mm-hmm. I think is to say, I want right. God's blessing on your union. Mm-hmm. Where I think I can attend a wedding, maybe, and support all the I don't I wouldn't see my daughter by this one narrow part of her life mm-hmm. so mm, I don't I don't think going there would would automatically say I want God's blessing on your union right. that's where I think the difference would be yeah I've kind of fallen in line the same thing I, I I could see that there's a very clear line if if you're um if you're a part of that wedding in that that way, I think it's a little bit different. It is a slap in God's face. I would think in my daughter's case, um, I'm not going to give a speech at the wedding. I'm not going to be involved in all the other like parts, but maybe I can extend this little olive branch to keep the relationship. Dad, I don't know. Uh, you've been kind of quiet today. Thanks for coming. But are you happy for me? Um, I'm saddened by your choice. And I hope that you find the real source of happiness. So I'm not happy for what you're doing. But I, I love you so much, doing. I yep. would lay down my life for you. Yep. But I, I, I don't approve what you're doing. I'm yep. not happy you're doing this. Yep. But I love you. What does love look like? Yeah, back to the question. You know, hey, but I love you. I would lay down my life for you. You know, uh, if you needed something that was truly a need, not just you're wasting all your money, so I'm going to give you more to waste. That's not love. (laughs) Right. You know, but, hey, I I see that, you know what, things that you're hardworking, you get along, you, you do things well. But your company closed and you need some money to, you know, it closed down. You need money to get through to another job, which I know you're going to get soon. Sure, I'd help you. Yeah. I wouldn't say, nope, you're gay. I'm not helping you. See, there's nothing else. I, I think what you said the last episode, that Christians are to love everybody. I agree. But that love is going to look different. It doesn't mean I support what you're doing. Sure. It's that simple. Well, going to a wedding is supporting what you're doing. Everything else I would go to. So, like, I'm not the I'm not the bad guy here. I I I, I, have, I have gay people in my life, <laughs> and I don't treat them any different than yeah. anybody else. Right. Yeah. Yep. I just didn't go to 
either the weddings, because I felt, and, and I did a lot of thinking about it, that I, I can't go and give my stamp of approval on this activity. That's it. I can give my stamp of approval on you because of as a person. Listen, this is one part of your life, yep. but today's all about that one part. But you are many parts mm. of your life that I totally love and engage in. And just, you know, I don't. I love you. You have one part of your life that I'm not going to tell you. I'm happy for you. I'm not going to party with you. I'm not going to say congratulations. I'm not. Hey, but I love you. This is one sliver. So the definition of love that you gave was accurately estimating and adequately supplying what someone needs, mm-hmm. and my. My hesitation with the if it's never received by the other person, can't that also become so out of balance, out of whack? In my head, I think of the they're not too popular anymore, but the Westboro Baptist, you know. I almost brought them up last time. Oh, really? Yeah. The picketers, right? And so this uh, how do I say this so that we don't get the show canceled? I don't get a bunch of hate mail. Think you just there say are very few things, but take I don't like anything about how they go about what they about, but their big thing well, anything is they do in well, anything they do they're yeah. they're doing more harm than good, which is my point of yeah, this actually. Yeah, yeah. People, what they accurately need is to put their trust in Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Every person's a sinner, and to adequately supply that need is to tell them about Jesus, right? Uh, that would be our responsibility. Okay. So nobody in the world would describe Westboro Baptist or crazy Christian fundamentalist weirdos, you know, as loving people. Mm-hmm. But under your definition that you gave, couldn't they see themselves as loving and say, I don't care if you don't receive it. I'm doing the loving thing. So your definition, and that's what I was going to say too, is subjective on the measurement factor of that. So the adequately supply, well, who's who's measuring Who defines that? Adequate. Yeah, what, what does adequate mean? Because mm-hmm. if there's no recipient of there that's measuring it, it's all on you as the one who's giving that. We love. can't control the recipient. No, I Jesus agree. Jesus died for everybody. Jesus loved everybody, but they don't feel he did. That doesn't mean he didn't. And I'm not saying it necessarily needs my struggle that I'm having is. That definition is all subjective to yourself and how much you want to measure your love to somebody else in, right? Mm-hmm. I, what does ac- adequately supply? Because to me, that could be a variety of different things that I might be able to make sense I, of in I would my say own back mind. to my jail story, mm-hmm. that mother loved that daughter. That might be an example of adequately yes. supplying. In that case, yes. every case would be different. In that case, what that daughter needed was to not be bailed out. And that mother was strong enough after saying, hearing from her daughter this guilt trip, you're a bad mother, you don't love me. That mother actually proved love by supplying what that daughter really needed, and that was to go through jail, which actually we know the rest of the story. Mm-hmm. She did come through in recovery and things. Mm-hmm. And actually, and then that particular story, well, five, six years later, she went back into drugs. But my point is, that mother loved that daughter enough to, to first of all, measure what does she really need right. and then give that to her and not what she wanted. 
not what her heartstrings were pulling her to do, mm-hmm. but actually gave the daughter what she really needed. And that's love. God loved us. Mm-hmm. Yep. He accurately estimated mankind yep. as needing to be saved because there was no way we can live right or be with God. He accurately estimated mankind's dilemma is we're lost and we can never do anything about it. And then he adequately supplied that need mm-hmm. by being the... I mean, so that is the ultimate. But not everybody receives that. Not everybody thinks he loves them. Not every, that, that does not indicate love. That daughter did not feel like her mom loved her. No, and I totally but agree. The but the danger think- is, though, I think you can get people who that daughter didn't receive it, but the mom in a different situation could be a horrible mom, mm-hmm. not doing the right thing, but fool herself into thinking she's adequate. This oh, yeah. is totally. adequately. That's a whole different topic. Like but the, that's the Westboro the- people, they think they love people, right? But you know what? Um, I I think that some Muslim terrorist groups think they love people. Right. So, but no. if it's if there's never any receiving, take out Jesus. <laughs> I'm not sure any of us okay, can be the perfect ultimate example. Like here. Him. Okay, yeah. The <laughs> ultimate example that we can never reach okay. on our own. So I'm not sure it's a hundred percent fair to say it's it's. How do you prevent somebody from defining adequate in their own way and going into unhealthy, not love then? Right. I I think it just has to be an attempt as long as we're asking ourselves the question. We're not going to do it perfect. But too often we don't even ask the question. We just do what that guilt drives most of the things we call love. It just does. And... Most of the things we call love was not doing people any good. It's not really loving. That's probably doing the worst thing we could. We feel sorry for people, our emotion. We feel sorry for people. Therefore, we do things for them that is doing the opposite of what they really need. I, I still struggle with the, even the mindset definition, whatever you want to call it when it's creating our own measurement of that love because it can be so subjective and you're, Mm -hmm. you're bringing up great evidence that would support it, but the evidence is pretty clear. We could put a definition around variety of the evidence of Mm -hmm. of your case here with the mom and her daughter. We can Mm -hmm. create a bunch of definitions around that evidence and how that was love. Mm -hmm. But I think just with that, we can create a lot of situations where people think they were adequate, uh, adequately estimating Mm -hmm. or sorry, um, Accurately estimating, adequately supplying love mm-hmm. when they're clearly from an outsider perspective is not. Mm-hmm. And that's where, like, the, mm-hmm. the question of what is love or what does love look like, mm-hmm. I, I still think no matter what has to go back to Jesus because for us, that's the best evidence that we have of what yeah. love looks like. But his definition is that definition that we're working with. Is he that what he's given as the definition? He or is that accurately your... estimated and adequately supplied what we needed. He didn't make us feel good. He to, didn't give us everything we agreed. want. Hang he on, didn't but fix, to be you know, very clear, that's not yeah. his definition of love. That's your interpretation no, of his acts. No, those are not the words he right, used. Right, I just want to be but super that clear. is what he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I can do that, okay? It's not... Yeah. I'm from, I have heritage from that part uh, of the world. Uh, yeah. I don't that's see that part of the <laughs> Yeah. 
Um, I, but to me, you're putting words into a definition of acts that we can visibly see, mm-hmm. and we can certainly um, we can create our own version, our own definition mm-hmm. to interpret the acts that Jesus did. But I still look and say, I think if if and I I don't know, I have no clue if Jesus was in the, the situation you talked about before. Maybe not his daughter because he had some other things going on, but close <laughs> he friend. He never had those. Yeah. Although had Dan a, Brown is that his name? That Da Vinci Code guy. That's true. Oh yeah, he yeah, would yeah, argue yeah. he did. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, um, but okay, he Dan writes Brown's fiction idea. books, so <laughs> I don't know why anybody thought it was real. So. <laughs> That'd be pretty amazing. <laughs> oh, no, no, not that part. I'm talking about the whole like, like the oh. way like explode. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You have to watch the movie. Okay, uh, <laughs> don't watch the it. modern versions of it. Um, the uh, you know the situation that we keep bringing up. If Jesus was in your shoes or your shoes, I. I have nothing that would tell me anything different. I think he would show up. And I think he would love everybody there in the same way that he loved everybody in every situation he was ever in uh, when he walked the earth. And I don't have any evidence that would tell me otherwise. Um, Except he never did it. Well, as we talked about before, like he was with the drunkards. That was a thing back then. Not there that specific yeah, case, th- right? So we have no, so we don't know whether or not we're just no trying we're speculating. To guess. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying we don't have any evidence that he did. We don't. We don't have any examples to say. See, this is what Jesus did. Uh, I, I think, think the closest pretty... I can think is eating with drunkards and gluttons. And I think mm-hmm. he's pretty open about his views towards sinners in general. Absolutely. Right. Which, but is... he never encouraged them to sin. He loved no, the sinner yeah, I agree and hated that, yeah. the sin. He kept telling people, hey, I don't condemn you. I love you, but stop sinning. Sure. He, he never celebrated sin. I totally with agree with you on that. Okay. I think the definition of what celebration would be maybe is, is slightly I'm not we, condoning what you're doing. Yes. Yeah. He yep. made wine at a wedding one time. Yep. But he wasn't telling people they had Go to drink drunk. it. You know, he wasn't part of that. I'm not making you marry another woman, but I'm I here. made the woman, so I'm you here do already. what you want. <laughs> and while we're here, here's some wine. <laughs> <laughs> while we're here anyway. Okay, I go back to one point, though, and that is this. If you have to go to a wedding for somebody to think that you love them, sure, there is a billion other things wrong. You've missed the boat so You've many totally places. Missed yeah, them. I would agree with that. You know, yeah. there's a million places to say, hey, like your daughter... Yeah. There's no doubt she don't know. She knows you love her, you care for her. You she would do should anyway. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can't make her know right. that. Right. But, but you know what? If you have to go to this, or you do, means you don't love me, is just not true. It's yeah. it's made right. it's that manipulative. No, that is, I think we're all in agreement on that, uh, and we're also in agreement at your your case before. You know, I think the action of love was represented by the mom who did not bail her daughter out. Mm-hmm. But the definition or what does love look like, I think that's where I'm struggling a little bit. And I just, I, I, I still see love as something I hope, I wish I could say what you're saying is that I love everybody. I really don't. like, And I, I know that's not a healthy way to go about life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish and I, I would I love to think I strive to be more and more like Jesus in the way that he did love everybody. And mm-hmm. um, I don't think he loved the sin, right? I think it's pretty evident we on that. We know he did. Right? It's yeah. evident mm-hmm. on that. But the way he loves people and supports mm-hmm. people and was mm-hmm. there amongst sinners, mm-hmm. whether or not they were do- doing sinful things, mm-hmm. obviously we, we don't know. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think mm-hmm. that there's what's that? No, I'm just thinking. I'm yeah, just I pondering. Just, I just think that 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 love, however we would define it, Jesus is the one who showed with his actions more than anybody else. I have a great it. example: Jesus and the Pharisees. Hmm. He was very harsh to them. Yep. Uh, I mean, he was very offensive. He called them names. He 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 talked to them so rudely. But he died on a tables. cross for them. And he said he died for them. He came for them. He loved them. Yeah. But we live in a world today that is screaming, if you don't accept what I'm doing, you don't love me. And that's just a lie. If you don't I celebrate totally everything yes. about me, yeah. you don't love me. And yeah. we need to be mature enough to say, that. hey, that's a lie. No, I actually do love you. I'm sorry if I can't prove it right now. But that is a lie that you've believed, and now we hear it all the time. If you don't agree with me, if you don't celebrate what I'm doing, if you don't join it, then you don't love me. Right. That's not true. I totally agree with you on that. Not true. Yeah. Yeah, the manipulation of of that love Mm -hmm. is obviously uh, not a good thing. I don't think any of us are are fighting for that. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Obviously, this is a complicated This is a tricky... What if we just what's what would be like a better? I've been trying to think as both of you were talking of a different definition. Should we Google it of love? <laughs> Can you trust what hey, online what dictionaries saying, say? I think is a good definition. Safari. I mean, about how I was trying to describe how I feel love. Yeah, and that is this: we are equals. I am no better than you, or above you, and you are no better. We are equals, and I would say that to every Muslim, every gay person, every because I honestly see you're human and I'm human. You fail, I fail. You've been misled. You've been deceived. I've been misled. I've been deceived. We are equals. To me, is that True. that love definition? But what we're talking about in culture is what does love look like? Mm-hmm. Now, that might be different for every scenario, but yeah, love to me is. I don't look down on you at all. Right. We are equals in every respect. Honestly, every respect. There's not a person on this planet that I think I am better than them. I mean, honestly. Mm. I I believe this. You've heard me say this a lot. If I grew up in their home, in their situations, I experienced what they experienced, I'd be just like them. Mm. We're no different. You have different experiences than I had. Mm. You know, it's... yeah. What are some other situations where, like, where defining love or viewing love in a different perspective that we run up against in life? I mean, I know, I know the whole gay thing is is popular right now, but this comes up in a lot of other areas. I think way early on, you mentioned this, uh, you know, not not working and going to be homeless sort of thing. What's the loving thing to do in that situation? Mm-hmm. What are some more things like that to kind of help wrap our minds around? Hey, I see a huge thing, and the Bible even talks about how we raise our children. We we think we have to convince our kids we love them by, I mean, we live in a culture today where we don't say no to our kids, we don't discipline our kids, we we laugh at their rebellion, we we let them go wherever they want, they rule the house, and, and we do this all out of the name of I love my kids. But in reality, the Bible says 
You hate your kids if you don't discipline them, teach them, and say no and train them. You hate them. You are a part of their demise. See, so how do we get this so screwed up? Yeah. Love is not always doing the feel-good thing. Love is not always saying Mm -hmm. yes. Love's not always saying I'll help you. Love's not always nice. Love is not always nice. And in today's culture, if it's not nice, it's not love. Yeah. The, The woman and her daughter in jail, to me, is just is such a great example yeah. of love. Mm-hmm. It tore the mom apart. For sure. And and the daughter was just trying to heap on the guilt and everything like that. But what was the loving thing to do? What that mom did. Yeah. It, it just was. And, and today, like our kids, so many, so many raising kids today, they don't want to say no to their kids. It's just so true. Mm. I don't want to hurt them. I don't, I want to be nice. Then don't tell me you love them, because if you love them, you will discipline them. You will teach them how to respect authority. You will teach them responsibility. You will teach them that nobody owes you anything. That these things are hard, tough. Well, that doesn't sound loving to me. No, that is loving. Right. That's loving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. God loves us, and there's a lot of things He says, "Don't do that." Don't do that. I love you, but don't do that. Right. And no. if you do it, there's going to be consequences. There will that be I'm consequences. I'm not going to save you. I'm from. not rescuing you from those consequences. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I was watching a comedian earlier today, John Christ, and he. Mm. The, I think the whole joke was like, "I ain't going to pray for that." <laughs> Talking about uh-huh. this, like you know, just some of the stupid things Christians People pray, for. pray for. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah. know, mm-hmm. along that same line of, do you think God's up there, like? Oh my gosh, widows, orphans, lost people, hurricane, all these things. And like, oh, help my kid with their tendonitis from holding yeah. their iPad. Like, yeah. I ain't praying for that. <laughs> sort of thing. Like, oh. Yeah, I, I, I take it a step further. And I have a hard time praying for anything, even if it seems kind of obvious, because I just feel like I don't know what's going to happen an hour from now. How can I think this is what's best for you? I, I, well, somebody's got cancer. Pray for healing. I don't know what's best. for. It looks obvious, right? But I don't know what's going to happen six months from now. I don't know what's going to happen a year from now. I, I may pray this person into an absolute calamity. I, I leave it up to God. God, be with this person. Fill them with your Amen. presence. <laughs> Do your work in their life. Mm. Whatever you think that... I have no idea. For me to say, well, this will bring glory to God... How do I know that? I don't know that. <sighs> Come on, Chris. Come at it. All I want to uh, say is the first thing I found you don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. We have it in audio format. Yeah. Mm. I don't know that. I don't know that. <laughs> yeah. But, okay, if, if we can't define love, mm-hmm. I think we can safely say love isn't defined by the nice by thing actions like by the nice thing yeah, to do yeah, yeah we we can't it's unfair to say if you don't do what i want you to or you don't nice to this person if you don't give them or nice to them or or accept what they're doing then you don't love them see that we can't do right. can't go down that road yep just because i don't go to your wedding you can't tell me that's not love you just can't right and you may feel like it's not yep but that is not the way to define uh, love i would i totally agree Maybe. with that yep. yeah Yep. What are what do you think are some questions? So maybe maybe we can't accurately nail down every situation and know the answer to everything. 
What do you think are some questions we can ask ourselves when we're presented with a situation and we're trying to decide what's the loving thing to do? Mm-hmm. What, like, what would you ask? I, th- I think one of the things is, um, I know what this appears like, but what does this person really need? I told you a story that I went to visit a relative in jail in prison, he was in there for a few years, and he was going to get out. And he, and he told me, he said, hey, Kevin, I'm going to be getting out in, in six weeks. Here's what I need. I, I need a car. I need a place to stay. I need a job. And I just asked him some questions. I said, before you committed this crime, did you have a car? Yep. Did you have a place to live? Yep. Did you have a job? Yep. Then that's not what you need. You had those, and it didn't help you. Right. You still committed this crime. So what is it you really need? And love would say, I will do whatever I can to fulfill what you need. You don't need a car. That is not your problem. You have a bigger problem than I don't have a car. He had a car, and he still chose to kill somebody. What you need is to get a hold of your anger. What you need is a relationship with God. I will help you with that. And then he screams back, you don't care, you don't love me, you don't. I'm sorry that you think love is giving you everything you think you need. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's one question. What does this person, if I loved them. If you want to rehabilitate someone into society, though, aren't those some things that people need? uh, If their other needs are taken care of first. If their more important needs are taken care of first. If. First, first. So your family member is going to get out of prison, and uh, until you have a thriving, in using your words, until you have a thriving, growing relationship with God, where your anger is under control, um, be homeless, don't get a job, starve, do whatever. Um, no, maybe you just shouldn't leave home, or maybe not having those things. If you didn't learn anything in ten years of prison. Maybe if you don't have a car, don't have your freedom, don't have affluence, maybe you'll seek more help. Or maybe you'll just maybe do the same thing that got you into prison because that's a pretty good life compared to having none of okay, those so things. Okay, so now you're, you're just to my point is what you don't need is a car. You need a heart change is yeah. what you need. I would agree, but I and think. I will help you do that. You know, there's more than one need. Correct. Yeah. Is yeah. all I would say. Yeah, and what I would would just add on is I don't think the heart change just happens alone. I think that comes along with maybe some additional assistance to get them if off their feet. If a drug addict told you, or or an alcoholic told you, I don't have any money and I need money, you might say, "Well, they do need money. Mm-hmm. They do." But the worst thing you can do is supply them with more drugs and alcohol. Unless they've been clean and sober for 60 yeah, days. exactly. Okay, but they didn't. Or unless See, you can help change. direct where that money goes. So in this conversation no, with either. this guy this in prison, experience. the whole point was, it wasn't just that clear. It was, Well, not hey, more than just saying, changed? go spend, like, you oh, no. go I, pay things for We could talk after that. Yeah, all right. <laughs> we yeah. could talk after the so anyway, One question help. would be, what what is your basic needs? What well, I mean, where are you in here? I, I know you need to eat soup today. Okay, I got it. Yeah. But where are you at? What do you need to better your life, to get out of your problem, to not be in jail again? What is that what you need? That would be love. I'm so stuck on the soup thing. 
Okay, I just here's a bowl of soup and here's nothing soup. else. Dang it! Come on, get a job. A meal. Such a, meal. a weird, <laughs> random thing to say. Soup. Remember we were talking earlier. It's always like the oatmeal of life. <laughs> I was like, what? I Guys, thought that was a quote I he said. So I know oatmeal. you didn't say oatmeal, but that's what I heard, and it was that same trigger of like, what soup? Or like, uh, you know, when you walk into a refrigerator and it's just cold. <laughs> you know, all those times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Another question, another thing we could ask ourselves if we really love somebody is ask people this this idea of just ask them where are you at. How's life? How do you feel? You know, this, again, asking questions. Where are you at? What? Hey, I'm, I'm striving for this. Or, man, I really want this. Well, let me help you with those. But if, it's, if everything's negative in their life, we don't want to help people be more negative. I agree. Right? I, but I just, if we're looking at what, I mean, I think wisdom has to play a role into it, mm-hmm. right? Being wise in how mm-hmm. we show our love mm-hmm. and affection because... To your point, all of these different situations that we're going to come across, mm-hmm. you can show love differently, and they can have very different responses and reactions on the other side mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, what is the wise thing to do? I think mm-hmm. uh, for one of you guys always says that too. In that type of situation, not what do I do that's going to make me feel good, or what's the other person going to feel good? Most of our decision of love is, is that, right? Yeah. Most of our motivation is how what do makes I avoid me conflict? Right? What's how the do wise? I Get yeah. done with this situation as quick uh-huh. as possible. How do I sure. get this person to go be somebody else's problem? If Here's I just give them a hotel gas. night, sure. yeah. then they won't bother me. Then they me don't again. bother me. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. help somebody. Yeah. You pushed them off on somebody else's all you did. But. So the questions, I mean, what's the wise thing to do, I think would be a, a fair question to ask yourself in that mm-hmm. type of situation to reflect what love is going to look another like. Another thing to really, I mean, every situation is different because what kind of a relationship do I have with this person? How able am I am to be a part, engaged in their life? If we can't do That's life together, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if we can't do life together, can I really help you at all? You know, really? Right. I don't know. And I mean, so what's our past? What there's so many, you know, things that would that would really alter how we act. But as long as our motivation isn't what you just said, as long as our motivation isn't so I feel good. Right. I got somebody off my back. I helped somebody. I feel good. You, did you help them because they're in the same place tomorrow? Sure. You know, With, I don't know. Yeah, it's, more emboldened now. Yeah. Hmm. Clears mud. Clears mud. I met a guy at Holiday. <laughs> I thought you were going to say at prison. I swear. <laughs> it was like third, Fourth third prison. prison story tonight. I was at a prison <laughs> I met a guy at Holiday. He's my bunkmate. <laughs> and uh, it was late at night. The store was ready to close. And the people in the store even said, hey, that guy, you know, needs some money. I go, the guys asked me, you know, hey, do you got some money? I said, well, well tell me your, your story. Well, I got to go down to Missouri. My dad's dying, and I need to go see my dad. And I'm out of gas. I thought, well, you're a long ways from Missouri to be out of gas already. I said, well, where'd you come from? Duluth. Mm. And I said to him in a very loving way, you mean you left Duluth knowing you could only make it eighth of the way to Missouri, right? knowing you didn't have enough gas, and knowing you were just going to beg when you got there, and you chose to leave. Listen, that that is, uh, I mean, in a loving way, I said, Mm -hmm. you deserve to sit here all night. (laughs) You know, (laughs) how well are you going to, what kind of stupidity is that, right? 
Oh, no, I'm going to mooch off bay. I'm going to pull on the heartstrings of people. Sure. Use people to get down there. I don't want to promote that kind of behavior. So I didn't help him. Hmm. Is that love? I don't know. I don't want him to keep thinking he can live like that. Man. The, even in that example, though, there's so much that's not unpacked. Correct. I mean, what if he just lost his job two weeks before and he was getting kicked out and it's the last relationship he had? Like, what if this was a? Ge- I don't know how this is going to happen. Okay, now but I you're need suggesting to go down and you're suggesting this feel bad again. Listen, oh, I'm, all I'm saying I, is, I couldn't say, it be? Couldn't that be legitimate? Or I what's think, your responsibility mm-hmm. for somebody like? It's different. Your daughter. That that case is different. You do have a lot of responsibility over that. But is it your responsibility to now make that individual's next decision either with what they do with that money or um, – because to your point, maybe he literally just found his dad died and just got in the car and drove, mm-hmm. right? So, again, without knowing the full I background. I know we feel bad for him, and I know – but we got to be so careful that my reason justifies behavior. I think we're seeing that in our world. I think we saw that during the Black Lives Matter. I want to bring it up, you know, in Minneapolis, that people were actually, because of what happened to black people in the past, it was so bad that now it justifies any behavior you want to take. And we have to be careful that, well, I feel bad for slavery. I do. I feel bad. But what gives you the right to burn these buildings? Mm. But culture said... Well, because what, what happened to you was so bad, you now have the right to do whatever you want. Sure. And your story was kind of going down that, well, what if this guy would, I feel bad, that's unfortunate, wow. It doesn't justify that kind of behavior. It doesn't. It's irresponsible behavior no matter what happened. And I'm using my hands. <laughs> Sorry. <He's> getting excited. <laughs> no, but but it's those principles that you know our culture just throws that stuff out. We can't be moved by these kind of things because right is right and wrong is wrong. Still, you know, and never be each- moved by compassion. <laughs> compassion is the wrong. That's the wrong word. All I'm saying. He just my, asked a question. My <laughs> only thing was, couldn't this be now? Was it, was it not? I have no idea. I feel like our culture's definitely gotten that and people take advantage of the system, right? Yeah. But couldn't that have been, if we just use that definition and maybe if there had been an opportunity and if he was open to, you know, all that, right. to go have a, a meal and sit down and talk for two hours and hear his life story, yeah. which, right, he didn't want any of that, I'm assuming. Actually, he just wants a handout. He was mad at me. Okay, okay so, so there was no. So there's a lot. So this might be a no, bad but, example. But hang on. A lot of people get mad at him, though. That's not evidence. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Little did he know, I was willing to help a lot. But when I told him that actually thing, your behavior, you deserve to not go anywhere with that kind of behavior, or whatever. But I wasn't like running away. Maybe uh, there could have been, though. Maybe you could have discovered. Not in that situation, but in another situation, mm-hmm. this was a legitimate need. Mm-hmm. And yeah, maybe there was some irresponsibility, but this was a need, and I can adequately supply it. Uh, yeah, I, I personally have uh, had a, a business, a couple of businesses, 
And my employees, I always felt like my job was. I, I wanted to. The only reason I was in business, honestly, it wasn't even to make money. The, the business was because I wanted to mentor younger guys, younger people. It was an auto type of thing. And I did. I wanted to mentor them. And I wanted to be the dad that they never had, you know, or that was kind of like the dad figure of telling them, hey, you guys, save did money. You work there? I, there's, just, there's so many things I want to say, but I know we're up against the clock. <laughs> well, this one's long already, so. Okay, should out. I just stop? Anyway, no, you, oh, no, you you're fine. I, if I, I have, start, it's going to go. I have just... paid down payments for how, for to buy houses. I have paid for people's cars. I did all that. And out of the two dozen times that I really get, not one in those two dozen times took me up on, I want to walk with you to better your life. You know, I, you know what? I will give this down payment on your house, but let's do a budget together. Let's, I want to help you, not just give you something. More than just a handout. And mm-hmm. a, I, a dozen of those stories that not one person took me up on it. Not one. Do people really want help or do they want a handout? Big difference. And I can't judge everybody. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. There are a lot of people we can help. Yep. I have helped people, and so have you guys. But usually, the people that are struggling making it, you can help. The people that aren't even trying to make it, you can't help, no matter how much you give them. Mm-hmm. That's one kind of guideline. Not a for sure, Giving but a guideline. them something would not be the loving thing to do. Right. right. Most of the time, it wouldn't. You know? Okay, enough of that. So, so how do you define love? How well, do you like these ciders? <laughs> Not love, <laughs> we but... We just spent over an hour this deep is the longest in conversation. conversation. And then it's like, no, milk and honey and ice Well, this is great. <laughs> it actually was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. I'd have another. Whew, duh. Did you like it? 5.2. <laughs> Please don't say any final thoughts. Let's just stop. Let's just <laughs> be done. I have no more thoughts, so go ahead and ask. I, I don't I, Highly doubt that. Okay, we know that's not true, but uh, there's a lot. I love you so much that I'm not going to give you the final thought. (laughs) Thank you, because I don't need that. You also love all the listeners and watchers. I know you need to get out with the rest of your life, so we're going to end this episode. If you have questions, comments, concerns, want us to talk about something, try a recipe. If you just want to get in touch with us anyway. How about this? Can I throw something out? You have to facilitate it, though. Uh, well, maybe. Okay. Why don't you throw it out and I'll tell you if I All agree right, please. or not. Please, how about this? Anybody who's made it this far, Ooh. please do a quick comment that you've, A, made it this far, and which of the uh, honey, uh, sorry, milk and honey uh, ciders you'd like to try, and I will personally send you a case. That's only going to be available for people who watch it on YouTube. If, Perfect. If, <laughs> like, great, smaller pool. <laughs> people listening to the podcast can't far. do that. Why not? Uh, there's no like. There's no, not a no, no. Send us an email then. Oh, okay. A- contact some, us something. Get a hold of us somehow. We're on all the socials. Okay. I will personally send it, but you have to time stamp it. Let's yeah. drink think. And we'll need the your socials. address. Yeah, we'll yeah, get yeah, in we'll touch with all that. We'll connect at that point. Yep. At let's drink think. Hello at let's drink and think dot com. Or if you do listen to the podcast on Spotify, I think you can leave us a voice message. And if you've been on for an hour and a half, you deserve it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hey, thanks for uh, watching and listening. See you next time.